You're listening to the Middle Age Gamers from Dimension X. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Bag DX, uh, episode twenty-two. We are in season three as well. Just in case you forgot about, you know, since we've been gone like forever. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this metrosexual over here is Trisha Nabara. He is the author of the Collector's uh, Field Guide. How are you, been, sir? Uh, I've been good, and uh, yeah, this hiatus that we've been on, this very long hiatus, is one hundred percent my fault because uh, I've been in this mode of like. I'm almost done with my book, but like, you know, I, every single week I'm like, okay, I'll be done by this weekend. I'll be done by this weekend. And then the weekend comes and then, yeah, I've, I've still got like way more to do, but I'm actually, well, I won't spoil it yet, but it, this whole time I've been working on my book, just balls to the wall. So, um, you know, uh, in order to allow me to concentrate on that, we've kind of put this on, on hold. For a little bit so we've got a lot to talk about yeah he's been lighting a lot of uh candles during the the evenings working on this and i told him <laughs> yes. that i didn't want him stressed out trying to do uh, the episodes stuff like that and also uh getsky we can't do both either we're doing the book or we're doing the podcast you gotta schedule us in please sir <laughs> we're we cannot do your OCD, sir. We're trying our best. We're working really That's hard. That's true. I, I say that it's completely my fault, but I'll I'll lay five percent of the blame on Geski because of because uh, of his OCD edits, <laughs> which I'm very if, appreciative of. If you combine our age right now, Geski, we would literally be 86 years old. So leave us alone. Love God. We're old people. <laughs> We're old. I got three kids to feed. It's like total recall. Or wait, I should have said seven. Damn it. Should have said seven to like total recall. Well, right. no, no, no. hey, you've got three kids. I've got four cats. That's seven. And I got three dogs. So we're, we're at one. Oh, that's true. Ten. Okay. Even we're more at, than We're that, at then. 10. We got 10. 10 Take, mouths to feed. Yeah. Suck it, Jeff. <laughs> 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 All right. Today we're going to talk about our, uh, probably the extravagant amount of pickups. Just remember that on YouTube is it's it's basically exclusive. So if you want to see our pickups, please go on there. If not, you're going to have to close your eyes and imagine the games being in your hands. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> Amiibo's 10th anniversary. Yes, 10 years since we've been collecting Nintendo's swag uh, and random uh, funny stories about collecting these ridiculous Incredible. things. Abar's going to treat us to Batman and Ninja Turtles as is Abar's Night in the Movies. Yes. We're going to talk about physical again. Good old physical is just disappearing like a, like a ghost, I guess. Uh, PSVR and VR and basically a whole surrounding of VR because I feel like I had to get some stuff off my chest with Sony and some other places. Uh, current fighting games since Tekken 8 is released as of today. I know Terminator Timeline is you'll probably listen to this later, but <laughs> it is released today. Uh we're going to do retrospectives where we pick a game for each other and play it. And I'm going to get you back for the one you gave me for this last month or so. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I did you a favor. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't appreciate it. 
I am <laughs> old and I can't. I don't have the same maneuvers I can. I'm Too more old for of this MK, shit. I'm I'm an MK1 guy now. I, I can't yeah. go back and just play uh, bullshit uh, AI that's just basically cheap as hell. <laughs> uh, so yes. high. By yes. the way, also a little caveat to that. I played four different versions of that game, and I'll talk about it more. Really? Later. Okay. Versions of that game to try to see if there was. I wanted to see if there was something different with the AI, and I'll. That's that cool. No, I, I'm actually interested to hear that. Yeah. Pretty pissed off at you, though. I was pretty <laughs> mad. Pretty fucking mad. All right. So first off, we're gonna start with pickups. Uh, our pickups are probably gonna be big and hefty, just like our bellies. Uh, just to let you guys know, we have been off for a while. So if you hadn't heard the first portion of this, we have been off for a while. So please, sir, go ahead and show off your sweet, sweet pickups. Okay. I, even though it's been, I, I didn't check the date, but I assume it's been about a month since we recorded. I think it has been, if not a month, pretty close to a month. Did you ever hear Stain? The band Stain? Stained, yeah. It's been, it's a been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I knew where that was going. <laughs> Damn, my joke. Yeah. Oh, man. So I, I guess I'll count this as a pickup, and I kind of alluded to it whenever I was talking about why we haven't been doing the podcast for the past few weeks. Um, I was working on this, you know, my book, Balls to the Wall, and um, I finished my book. Three days ago, I finished my book. It's it's in I, I say finished. It, it is mostly finished, but there there is one final editing round that it needs to go through. And that's just uh, my sister is super meticulous when it comes to like grammar and stuff like that. So I'm just going to I'm going to pass. There's about 80 pages with like half a page of text. And she just needs to look at those and make sure that I didn't say anything stupid. So. So basically what he's saying is like, oh, you missed a combo. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. You missed a colon. What's yeah. this umlau? Are you a German? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking for, and that's what I'm going to update. And then once that's done at the uh, end of next week, um, you know, you might be listening to it by the time uh, it's off to the printer. But it's going to the printer very soon. And then the agonizing multi-month wait between when it goes to the printer and when I actually get it physically in my hands. Uh, but man, I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. It's such a cool feeling to, to like get something in your hands that you've been working on for years. And I've been working on this for four years. You know, Mr. Barr, you, Mr. Barr, question. Yes. Question, yes. Mr. Barr, are you doing an audio book on and basically saying every console that's in there? In audiobook, yes, I'm I'm going to uh, do an audiobook, but I'm going to read it as George Costanza, Michael McDonald, sir. Oh my! Wait, I, okay, I'll sing it. I'll sing it. Nintendo NES, <laughs> a Genesis, and a Super Nintendo. You know, you you joke about that, but we just found out that uh, we we have Mr. McDonald is going to be in the Omaha area. At the end of this year. Hey, listen, With that's our Lord Brothers. and Savior, Michael McDonald. Lord and Savior, Michael McDonald. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, hey, uh, one thing that I forgot to mention during the pickups. So, you know, I've got my NOS hat on. I've got my NOS sign over there. I've got NOS cans, uh, if I can point to them. Um, I'm drinking a NOS right now. NOS, it betrayed me last night. Uh-oh. And I didn't know until right before we started podcasting. You see that over my 
see, I can't point over my right shoulder, mm -hmm. that case of NOS. Well, I've been pulling from one side of it like an idiot and unbalancing it. I found it on the ground right before uh, the podcast. It fell and hit something sharp, and one of the NOS cans emptied all over my carpet. So what you're saying is, is that you might accidentally trip and start swarping on your carpet. No. <laughs> I, I might, I might no. trip, hit the carpet, and stick to it, is what I'm no. saying. And if, if anyone has ever drank NOS and like left a NOS out, it has a very distinct smell. Like it does, it's weird. It doesn't smell like it whenever you're, you're like drinking it or whatever, but a warm NOS, it smells like cat urine. It's disgusting. So it's I found a life thing. hack for you too. I found a life, a life hack for you. Uh -huh. So I was in the gas station today and they were selling tumblers, right? Like kind of like the coffee tumblers, like skinny. So You're talking I talking about, about the Stanley cups? Not not like Stanley cups, they're like little thin <laughs> ones. They Yeah, they, I know. I'm just kidding. So one of them they had like a monster can. It was a monster energy drink can. And I'm like, what a genius idea. You can fill it with water and you can trick people that you're actually drinking like you think you're drinking energy drinks, but you're actually drinking water. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, dude, we gotta get you a NOS one and then like oh. you just walk around like you have it. Wait, wait, wait a second. You mean like uh like this? Oh my god, it is that! Holy crap, that is awesome! <laughs> I found one on eBay. Someone awesome. custom made it. Yeah, it's a water bottle, but it's it's not. I, I also didn't tell you that I knocked over. They had cowboy ones there, and I just knocked them on the ground. And the dude behind the counter was a, wasn't the Cowboys fan either. And he's like, "I've been wanting someone to do that for like the longest." <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend like anytime I go into lids, I don't like hide all the Dodgers hats, you know. Like it's just something you got to do. Yep. Well, um, sweet pickups you got. Well, yeah. So back to the books. Um, guess the final page count. So I've been saying that it was around 2,400. What? Guess what the final page count is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot from the hip. Uh, two thousand six hundred and forty-seven. No, <laughs> I, I fell just short of the twenty-four hundred that I was aiming for. Uh, twenty-three ninety-six. Four pages. Four pages short. Don't put me on prices right because I just fucking lost the showcase showdown. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah, I should have said without going over. Damn. You should have said one dollar. That's why I want to just play Plinko. <laughs> yeah. My favorite game was always the punching game, like the the one where you like punch the the things and they have a little slip inside, and it's like you can win up to ten thousand dollars or whatever. I don't know why that was that one was always fun to me. My problem with it is is that I was wondering, like you know, everyone does it so lightly. Like you ever seen them do it? Like yeah. they go they eh. do, like this. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. I want to see one one crazy sob just murder it, just <laughs> uppercut the shit out of it. Yes, that that'd be awesome. The other one, I'm I'm a big Planko guy, hashtag mm. Planko lover all day. It's just, this was like a fun game to play. But no. the other one that I I always liked was the uh, the Yodeler. Oh yeah, I, everyone loves the the, the uh, mountain climber. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, such great. And I figured so, out a hack in the in the uh, the wheel too. The wheel, if you just spin that shit as hard as you can, they always land on a dollar. I don't know how it happens. Watch <laughs> it sometime. Every motherfucker that pulls that bitch down as hard as they can 
always wins a dollar. I don't get it. Why I'm, not, I, I'm I'm surprised that like I mean because you know like the it's not the most in shape individuals that go up there sometimes. Like I'm surprised someone hasn't like hit their head and got sucked under that thing at some point. You know, like in the history of prices, right? And maybe it has happened and then just never aired it. Who knows? Here's my question that I have. The only thing about the wheel that I have is that sound effect. Is it some asshole that's out in the back just making the fake sound effect? Because that would crush my soul if I fucking rolled that thing no. and it didn't make that damn sound. It's like, shh. Oh, you're saying in post. No, it's got yeah. it. It has to. <laughs> it has to. If it were completely silent, that would be so eerie. I would. I would so not mind. satisfying. Sorry, we're we're getting off on oh, a tangent. Yep. It's been <laughs> so a while. It's the been page, a while. the page count almost twenty four hundred. Uh, I added up all the games in there, like all the images that I had, and it's over twenty two thousand games. Yeah, you done the Lord's work, sir. You done the Lord's work. Yeah, and uh, whenever I finish the index, which, by the way, one of the, what took so long after I finished the book is once the index was done. We had to make sure all the the index was like formatted correctly, and that everything in the index lined up with the visual guide. So we had the entire index to go through, and I enlisted the help of about a dozen of the uh, folks in um, our uh, gaming Facebook group, Neo, Neo Ness, to help out with that. And uh, man, I am just so grateful for their their help, including yours. You helped me out with the GameCube. So yeah, the the one loser that didn't know anything about GameCube, but I I, I try to do my best. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> matter. You don't have to know anything about the system. It's just you know like you you have to have an attention to detail because you're just matching up the index with the visual guide to make sure that everything's in order. And you caught a, a few things that were out of order, so so that's exactly what you needed to do. And I really appreciate that. I'm gonna get um, my game sticker. Yes. So before I show off the, the big thing that I have on my desk, um, I did get a couple games. And I, I can't even remember like when I got this or if I've already showed this off. So if I've already showed this game off on this podcast, I apologize. But I did get a copy of uh, Dodonpachi Saidaiojo. Hey! Or no, Daiojo, not Saidaiojo. Saidaiojo is the sequel to this one. Yep. But uh, yeah, this is an amazing game, like Bullet Hell Shooter. Every everyone, then, it's a, it's a fan favorite for sure. I know a lot of people that are mm -hmm. like so psyched that came out for PS4. It's really good. It's really good. And then uh, gimmick came out. I can't wait to play it. Never played on NES. That's not a joke. It is it. rough. It is rough, dude. And you know, while while we were on hiatus, uh, AG, awesome games done quick. Or no, yeah, it was awesome games done yeah. quick. Um actually was on and I, I watched someone play gimmick and it was they're just ridiculous at that game they're nuts man i'll GHQ never be as good they did so awesome that show was was a fake i love the i love the dog playing gyromite that was like the best thing ever <laughs> oh yeah i know that was so cool okay so the big thing and i'll uh i'll put it on stream real quick just as i open up the lid um so i've got this big wooden box here right here and uh inside is going to be whenever i get my books my books are going to go inside here um my new books so uh i i said that the page count of 
the new book was uh, about 2,400 pages. Well, yep. that's exactly five times as big as my console book. So I had to make sure that I bought a box or boxes that were five times as big as my my book. You know, five of them fit in here, and they do. So this is the premium edition of my game collector's field guide. And excuse me while I take these out because I'm about to lift up this heavy ass box with these books in it. I don't really want to do that. Get a workout. I'll just leave one in there. But yeah, um, so he already knows he's getting one, but uh, Dr. Geske, who was a huge help, like ridiculously huge help, is getting one of these bad boys. And you can kind of see on there. Eh, can you see that? I can't even see yep. you. But... I can see it. This is one of five. Yeah, exactly. So eventually I'm going to have five of these made. I've already had two of them made. And um, we'll see where they go. One one thing for your your the thing for Jeff, you have mm -hmm. to get scratch and sniff pineapple stickers, pile pizza stickers. Ooh, put it in so when he I opens it, he can smell it. That's a great idea. Because who wants to smell fresh cedar? <laughs> when you can when you can freaking have fresh pineapple pizza. Delicious. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I should have I should have put the pineapple pizza edition. Yes, it should it should be just be a bright yellow and red on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! We could make that happen because Melissa could put in some some pineapple pizza little little pillow in there for him. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Yeah, like line the inside with like a a fabric that's pineapple pizza. She could do it a hundred percent. That'd be 100%. funny. That'd be super <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, that concludes my pickups. Uh, I mean, like that that thing isn't exactly a pickup, but I did get that in the mail today. Um, I ordered them on uh, the, these boxes were handmade from someone on Etsy, and they weren't cheap. Uh, They're not cheap, but uh, I thought it'd be cool to like you know I, I'm doing some epic book, so I wanted an epic version of the book, um, and uh, this is pretty damn epic. So. But what's pretty cool about it too is that if you go to conventions, you can take that with you to show it mm -hmm. off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like true. you can pick it up and look at it and stuff. So I think it's a great mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. Well, I, I've got a I've got a lot. You know me. I've been uh, I'm on this this so I'm sorry, sorry for all the switch lovers out there. I'm off. I'm off the switch. I'm done. I'm mm. I've got what I want. I'm done. I am a uh, team PS5 right now. TPS five is officially going. I am officially <laughs> my my direction towards collecting right now will be PS five and PS four. Those are the two that I want. I think PS four does not get enough credit where credits due. They had some amazing games on there. Mm -hmm. uh, I also feel PS five. It's great that you can upgrade them. It's great that I can play PS four games on the PS five. Yeah. So it's best of both worlds. So it's awesome. But if you want to bring up the camera, I'll show you what I what I what I've been been grabbing. You got it. <laughs> Uh, one I didn't get to show off. I didn't get to show you either. I bought a Mortal Kombat Tiger handheld. Oh, uh, nice. They had it at Double Jump Video <laughs> Games. Uh, you'll see them all over the YouTubes and all that stuff. Really funny story is I didn't tell you about this. They called me on the phone randomly the other day. And it was what was really weird was I was watching their video. And then it said Vancouver, Washington. And I was like confused. Like I looked up and I was like, what? 
And then I answered it and I was like, hello. And it was, uh, it was, uh, Cooper's wife. And she was like, hi, you know, Hey, your, your, your Amiibos are showing up late. And we didn't know if you still wanted them and stuff. And I was like, dude, I was like, I was just watching your videos and you just randomly called me. <laughs> I was like, are you stalking me? What That's is going funny. on? Here? So she started giggling, but, uh, yeah, I picked it up from them. It was only $19. So thought that was pretty cool that I wanted, I've always wanted that as a kid. So I'm happy to have that. Uh, I got the, I already had four swords adventures, but Ben hooked me up with the box. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted the box like forever and I had a box originally, but you know, with military moves, you know what happens? They just smash your stuff and destroy it. So it got destroyed. And so I could never find the box by itself. You just had to get the whole complete set and blah, blah, blah. And Ben hooked me up, worked out a deal with me. uh, And I got the box for it, which I'm pretty excited about for uh i do have the the connecting cord to it but my connecting cord uh for some reason don't know what happened but it just randomly broke i don't know what happened i never i've never played it never touched it don't know what happened it's broke so i just threw it in there for for you know aesthetics so that Mm -hmm. was pretty good uh the PS5 games uh Hades I had that for the Switch but I wanted it for the PS5 and a long time ago when Hades was uh like Zoolander was so hot right now on the Game Awards I could never find a PS5 copy of it and so I bought the Switch copy and uh I finally found the PS5 copy of Hades I love Hades it's rogue uh if you never played it before it's a really good game but it will piss you off <laughs> yes it will uh Horizon Zero Dawn uh the my uh, teammate here gave me a digital copy of it, but I did want a physical copy just to just to have a physical copy, just in case the uh, you know the the Sony overlords take the licensing down for it. <laughs> yeah, if they decide they so, don't want you to have it anymore. I wanted to I wanted to get it, so I got that one. Uh, Inverted Drift. It's supposed to be like an arcade game. I played it for a little bit. It's all right. It's not like super great, but the drifting on it's pretty crazy. You do the drifting with the analog sticks. So hmm. the way you do the speed, you have to like turn your car a certain way to get around things. It's a cool idea, but I'm a Ridge Racer guy, drifting kind of guy, you know, hit the gas a little bit, hit the gas yeah, again, and it yeah, drifts yeah. out. So I, I got to give it some time. Uh, I also got Tekken 8 today. I know it's down here on the bottom, but I'll pop it up here. Uh, Tekken 8, I, I'm excited to play it. Uh, will we also be talking about some physical stuff with that one? Uh, I'm excited for it. I, I like Tekken because it's over the top cheesy. It doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I joke, it's like the Fast and the Furious of fighting games. It's just so over the top. It makes no sense. Love <laughs> it. Uh, I am, uh, I am excited for uh, the next Jax. So I'm Team Jack all the way. And Yoshimitsu too. I also like Yoshimitsu. So pretty excited to try that out tonight. Uh, Tales of Iron, I heard that was a good Metroidvania game, but it's also like Dark Souls. So I haven't got to play it yet, but I've heard mm. nothing but good things about it. Prince of Persia, if you don't go out and buy this right now, Mara, I will kill you. It is that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this for the first time ever. Ubisoft finally made a game that's awesome. That's All nice. their games over the years are fucking terrible. I'm sorry I'm cussing a lot, but Ubisoft could suck a big fat one. But they finally gave it to a company that can freaking make a good game. It's awesome. Nice. The uh, 
your powers are basically your jewels, your like that you wear on your neck, and you can change them out, and they're interchangeable. Uh, they do Metal Gear Solid stuff in there. There's like uh, like so demons like that basically, yeah. So you have to be like stealthy and not not go around them and stuff. Uh, mm. The game mechanics, the jump mechanics, all the stuff that they did, it it falls into uh, was it Sands of Time, the last good Prince of Persia game, mm. and the story is basically you go in this place and time is is messed up. It's kind of like a multiverse kind of thing going on. <clears throat> if a person goes in there for like one day, it's like it's like uh, it's like five years. So oh. like he's trapped in this weird thing, but I say it's a it's a it's a ten out of ten game. It really is. Do not miss Dang. it. Pick yeah, it I'll I'll have to hit up GameStop and see if they've got a copy. Uh House of the Dead 2, mine broke. This is a updated copy. <laughs> Cause my copy would not load. So yeah, that's great. Uh, another funny thing that collectors do that they don't read the eBay listings. I bought this monster game on Amazon. It was supposed to be a new Amazon Prime game. I opened it up. It was had a plastic around it. And guess what was not in it? A game. It's just a case. What? It was a. It had the sealed everything. It had the Nintendo marks, the whole thing. There's no game in it. It was a replacement case, I guess that, oh, the, that Amazon sad. had. Yeah, so I do not have the game for it. So hopefully Ben can find me a game I can put in it. Yeah. <laughs> All I heard was the Price is Right music when I opened the opened the case. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, this one is special. This also is is with this man right here. I finally have a U.S. set of something. I never thought I would ever have a U.S. set of something. But uh, I got my last game for the Virtual Boy, uh, 3D Tetris, which is, I've never played before. And it's kind of ironic. It's the last game since Tetris is your jam. So, like, that's pretty wild. Like, a weird, weird uh, coincidence, if you will. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he helped me find the two hardest games. And he he, he knew how much I, I liked the Virtual Boy. It's a, it's a big nostalgic system for me. A lot of people hate it. I love it. I wish more games would be made. I wish homebrews would be made for it. <laughs> Give me a Metroid game, please. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that uh, I want to thank you a lot because I would not have got there. If it, if it came out of Waterworld and Jack's Brothers, I would have never got them. No worries, not one. And, and the box, uh, the Virtual Boy box, which oh, yeah, yeah. I was a complete idiot not buying that when I first got it. I was like, oh, I'll always find a box. No one likes the Virtual Boy. And then now it's just escalated in price. Well, yeah. And back in the day, it was, uh, I bought that on clearance for 40 bucks at KB Toys. I mean, it's just insane. Like, I wish I would have stockpiled them. <laughs> the, it's funny. The Christmas Angels lady that bought the one for me, uh, she bought the, the games and all the systems for like 80 bucks. Dang. That's awesome. And that was in the 90s. Yeah. This is crazy. And uh, last shout out to Zach there. If you don't see those gorgeous glasses next to the 3D Tetris, those are my Sean Michael hologram glasses yep. uh, that I got for Christmas. Uh, or as I call them, they're my sexy boys. Uh, <laughs> I uh, wanted to give him a shout out for that because I thought that was really cool. He knows I'm obsessed with holograms, so it's like kind of like a hologram glasses. But that's all the pickups I got. I, uh, I've been playing a lot of PS5. And I got a lot of, as you see there, I got a lot of dents. Last but not least, 
that the the Sonic one on the bottom is for my son. He is now a it's official. She's a Sonic collector now. Mm-hmm. He is collecting he's collecting specifically for Sonic now. All the different games, all the different figures, that's his thing now. That's what he's chose to start collecting and I'm going to enforce it to the highest caliber. <laughs> nice. But that's all I got. Cool. Now, we're going to go back in time, Abara, to a time where we, everyone made jokes of me during that time when we were in the military about buying little figures for myself. Oh, uh, yes. And pre ordering them and then watching a few people see my pre orders come in and go, like, I want to go get them. And then it started a beanie baby craze after that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd be funny since it's the 10th anniversary that we would talk about our amiibo experience. And we're going to pick two different amiibos, one which is our favorite, and one that we think is the most ridiculous or silly one. So, why don't you tell your story about uh, your your amiibo experience? Um, it's you know at the time it was it was really a cool thing, um, and. I there's no reason for Nintendo to not continue this craze, right? The only reason it's died off is because Nintendo has all but abandoned amiibos and amiibo support. If if they still like gave amiibo support to current games that are coming out, then people would still be going after all these amiibos, right? I don't understand, you know, why Nintendo can't like just concentrate on 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 the things that people like it it happens time and time again uh with the amiibos with street pass with you know you you name it uh these features that come out that people love and then nintendo's like ah you guys have had enough of that you don't need (laughs) anymore like what the heck man i love that stuff keep giving it to me so you know it's a little bit uh, it's a point of frustration now but at the time at you know it was at a fever pitch um, to have official, uh, like Nintendo figures was a pretty big thing at the time because it, you know, they, they existed as like world of Nintendo, but world of Nintendo figures weren't interactive with the games. Like, you know, you could unlock like costumes and, and racers and stuff like that. And Mario Kart and, uh, uh, Super Mario Maker, you know, like countless things. So, like one ami- one amiibo had multiple different uses across several different games. Just it was up to Nintendo what they wanted to support, which is nothing now. Um, you know, obviously Super Smash Brothers was the big one. Um, so you know, <laughs> you and I were we we dove head first into uh oh yeah way deep and uh i yeah i i agree you know in hindsight but but at the time you know fomo hits you you don't know you don't have the the um the the luxury of knowing you know what what is going to be available later on so at the time we're like holy crap there's only going to be one print run of these things if we don't get them now we'll never get them um yeah so like i mean dude we were like waiting in line like console launch style overnight at target freezing 
for hours yeah. since like I mean like dude I was I was out there at like three in the morning until they opened at like nine or, or eight or whatever it was. And uh dude, there was this one time, you know, I was in Texas during most of this. But uh, there was this one time we, I, and I can't remember what Amiibos it was. I, I remember uh, Sheik being one of them. But um, we were outside Target, and there were like probably 10 of us that had waited there the entire night. And then there was this one guy that just like showed up and didn't get in line. He was just like hanging out with everyone and like being all unassuming and stuff. And then this month, I, I don't want to cuss too much, but uh, this MFR, as soon as they open the doors, like we're all in line, we're all like in order and like you know being being good people, and this asshole goes through the the rest of the store like and beelines it to electronics and cuts in front of every single one of us to get those amiibos. I'll lose it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, we 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 like no one said anything, but I said something like to the the employees. I'm like, dude, this guy just cut in front of everybody, so they took his amiibos away, and he didn't get them. Good. I remember funny stories with us. I remember the snowstorm for Rosalina. Yeah, I couldn't leave the house because I couldn't get Rosalina, but you 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 were able to find me one, which was outstanding. I remember the GameStop that I waited for us at where the lady, like, they crashed the GameStop servers. Yeah. You, you, you it wanted happened a over and over again, man. Yeah, you wanted the Wario. So I'll tell you a funny story that happened. I pre-ordered the first release of them, right? So I was like, I'm pre-ordering all of them, okay? And Nintendo was really smart about this. What they did was, I bought mine from Best Buy. So I pre-ordered the set, right? All these people were making fun of me. Oh my God, you bought little toys. Oh my God, those look so dumb. They're not even cool. I don't know why, blah, 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 blah. So I got the first set and the, the two that I didn't get at the time when I bought the pre-order was uh, The Villager and Marth. Mm. And I guess they didn't produce enough because Nintendo thought that it was a bust because people weren't pre-ordering them. So they were like, and they were trying to figure out the, the manufacturing yeah. and all that type of shit. So then there was this funny rumor mill that went out. Hey, Villager and Martha Rare, they're worth tons of money, and people are paying all this money for them. And, and we fit when, Yeah, and then all hell broke loose. Yes. And, like, that's when <laughs> yes, shit escalated. Oh, big time. I remember, I remember being at a medical appointment uh, for Greninja. He was, like, a GameStop exclusive. And I waited... I told the lady for a medical point that I had to wait because I had to take a I had to take an emergency phone call, and it wasn't for emergency phone call. <laughs> it was just me trying to get Greninja, and then the store exclusives running to fucking random stores to grab. There was one for each store, and you had to run around to fucking find the ones that they had. Well, I, I think the worst the worst one was whenever they had the gold Mario at, at Walmart. And it was just like randomly that Walmarts would end up with like one or two of them. So like people were like going crazy trying to find these gold Marios. And uh, I ended up finding two of them just like randomly. Uh, I, I stopped in at Walmart like after work one day. And um, 
this this is why this is one of the reasons why I'm I'm thankful for the Facebook group that we're in because for the most part like everybody in that group is trustworthy and you you know like there there isn't a whole lot of shenanigans that go on um you know there are exceptions to the rule obviously but that's just human nature um but anyway before this group existed, um, I was in a couple other groups. One of them was Te Te Texas Retro Gamer Society. The other one oh, was yes. Dallas Retro Gamers. And this is because oh, I was down in Texas. Yes. Talk about <laughs> freaking scumbags everywhere. It's just it was a minefield uh, of assholes. Scuds and so I can name so many people in that that place that were just awful. Yeah, just Dave, awful. Dave Clothier or whatever the fuck his name is. He's he's fuckhead number one. I hope you're listening to this asshole. Such a piece of shit. Anyway, oh my god, he's such a douchebag. Um. Uh. Yeah. I I don't mean swear. I was trying not to cuss, but I will cuss for him. Um. So anyway, uh, like I tried to do something nice every once in a while in this group, like I do, and um, you know, everyone's trying to look for this this uh, gold Mario and. I ended up finding one and like reserving it uh, at Walmart, like buying it online. They were holding it for me. And <clears throat> this is whenever I found the other two at Greenville. So I didn't need a third, obviously. I didn't need two of them, but I didn't need a yep. third for certain. So I reached out or I, I posted in Texas Retro Gamer Society. And I uh, I told them the situation. I'm like, hey, it's, if anyone's looking for a gold Mario Amiibo, I have one. You can have it. Um, just all I ask is that you don't resell it, um, and that it's just for your collection and you enjoy it. So the first person that reached out to me, uh, it was some female. Um, she said that she was looking for one and it was for her collection. Um, and, uh, so like I went online and I put her name in as the person picking it up and she got it. And, uh, two days later I see that she's selling it. Dirty man. It is. It's so I ridiculous. I hate people so much, man. It happens so often. Like, I just, you know, you do something nice and you immediately get kicked in the throat. Like, it's it's so disheartening. It's funny because I'll say this too. That's when the reselling era started was Amiibo. Because people would try to flip things for other things. Like, I got this gold Mario, and I want to flip it for a Earthbound complete in box. Or, mm. like, $500 or on eBay. Yeah. Are yeah, people grabbing every single prices. copy of them? Horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember that, too, because you found me one, and then I found you the silver one. So we yeah. just, like, swapped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you needed one. Uh, the, 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 the one time I got really pissed off, and uh, I almost, I almost got arrested for this too. Uh, and uh, you weren't there for this. But when I was here in Omaha by myself, I had a, uh, I had a pre-order, and I went to go pick it up at Best Buy. The guy goes behind the counter. He goes, "Oh, uh, they didn't come in. I'm sorry." You know, blah blah blah. What he was trying to do was he was trying to cancel all the orders so he could take the whole pallet of for himself. And then sell them somewhere else. Dirty. So he was he was doing it to everybody that walked up. But what happened was when I walked around the corner, you remember the one that's in Pavilion, like they had like a little storage bin area. 
Yeah. I could see them and I could see my name on it. And I was like, nah, dude, that's mine right there. And he was like, oh, no, those are uh, those are actually for shipments for other stores. And I'm like, oh, so you have items coming to your store that are shipping right back out? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And, uh, and, he, and then he got, like, really cocky with me. And he's like, why don't you mind your own F business? And you're not getting it and blah, blah, blah. And so then I walked over to the, the bin and I pulled the bin open and took my pre-order out Dang. and then he, he like tried to call the manager on me they're like we're gonna call you know, the security guy that's for you're gonna call the police i'm like dude i'm like he's he's telling people that they don't have pre-orders and he's stealing these things and they were all like i guess all of them together like trying to get hooked up and stuff so i caused the scene and then they got nervous because other people were coming up to pick up pre-orders they found out what was going on and then they they changed their tune but it was uh i think it was for uh it was an exclusive to their store, I think. It was, it was one of the Kirby ones, I think. I don't know. Yeah, the Kirby ones. It, it was, it was one exclusive to it. I can't remember. But dude, it got like, it got like real ugly. And then they tried to ban me from pre-ordering from the store. I'm like, okay, okay, you're gonna ban me. <laughs> but yeah, like it's just like I don't know. People I, lose I, their minds. They lose their freaking morals over this stuff. It, it's it's pathetic. And, and that's where, uh, like, it, that's the ugly side of, of Amiibos. And, and looking back 10 years later, um, that's that's my takeaway is just people suck, man. Like, uh, you know, like, I don't, for every bad story, I don't have a good story ab about Amiibos. And, and you know, like, it, it's, it's the FOMO of it all. Um, and, and did I fall for the FOMO? Absolutely, I did. This was around the same time that Limited Run was putting stuff out, and I was getting everything. Um, yeah. so it, you it, know, I've I've learned from it. I've learned from it. We we got to see finally, and I will say this is true: this is that we got to finally see like the bad side of collecting. Oh, I got to have one in the box. I got to have one outside. Yeah, the box. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got to have two. Why do you need fucking two? Open your fucking shit and play with it, or. My favorite one that I used to always laugh at was uh, like people trying to like, hey, I need a gold Mario and I have the most common amiibo ever and uh, we can do a trade and it's like actually an even trade. Like, really? Like, you're really going to do that? It's like fucking stupid. Yeah. I, I remember I remember the, the, the funniest conversations we had was we would always say this. We're done, dude. We're not doing this no more. Screw this shit. This <laughs> and then the next the one. Shit. The next <laughs> one comes out. We're like, dude, we gotta get it. Complete Fucking amnesia. I've got yeah. a I've got a funny story. It's uh, a, a mutual uh, uh, acquaintance of ours, um, Kingsley Blanchard. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I've got a funny story. Like I I went to Screw Attack Gaming Convention while I was in uh, uh, Dallas or in the Dallas area. And uh, yeah, I think it was the last Screw Attack gaming convention they ever had. But they had this tournament where people brought in an amiibo with with their fighter on it, and then their amiibo would fight the other amiibo, and then whoever lost had to smash their own amiibo. Oh my well, god! Yeah, Blancher, Blancher at the and at the time it was a rare amiibo. He brought in Wii Fit Trainer. He oh, won no. the tournament. He won the tournament with the Wii Fit Trainer, and That's he ended great. up smashing his Amiibo anyway. <laughs> Just because he's Kingsley. I love him. I love him. Kingsley's the best. He is absolutely the best. Love it. It was. It was funny.
I, I remember oh, seeing him there, and he won that tournament. So <laughs> we're going to start you off first. We're going to make this a positive thing, but uh, Nintendo, you had a good run with them. Uh, boy, you uh, you shook every fucking penny out of my pocket. Thanks, eBay. Thanks for being dicks. Love you, eBay. Love that you just fucking just can't help yourselves with letting them put $300 for every fucking Amiibo that went on there. Congratulations. Did I overspend on a couple? Maybe, but not that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we're going to pick our two. I thought we would do we'll do the ones we like the most, and then we'll do the goofy ones because I think that's more fun. So we'll start yeah. off with you, sir. All right. The ones I like the one I like the most, and I can't split them up. So it's it's a pair. I think you can guess. Mm. These badasses right here. Oh, there they go. That's yes, crazy. Simon and Richter. I, I couldn't I remember, pick. I remember when they announced it and you didn't hear nothing about it, and I sent it to you, and you had like a, a freaking heart. <laughs> you oh, are, dude, you I freaked so out, man. I, I that's so bad. that's that's the one reveal that I'm so sad I missed because I would have flipped the f out, man. Like my guys, my my Belmonts, I can play as my Belmonts in Smash Brothers. That's insane. Yep. And the fact that there's a Dracula fight to go with it, that's incredible. It's to this yeah. day I can't believe they pulled that off. Well, I do because Solid Snake was in there, so Konami is definitely receptive to it. But um, those two were the ultimate man, and and it's too bad that Trevor didn't make it in too because he he deserves to be in, you know, 100%. just like a another skin or whatever. But anyway, since since we're on Metroidvanias, of course, as we we're, we're going to go down that road. Uh, this one, I just think it's the coolest looking one. I like it because it's like the best paint job I've ever seen on Amiibos. I saw a lot of good detailed Amiibos. But man, do they freaking kill Dark Samus? Yeah, I was looking at that one too. <laughs> Holy crap! That was awesome. Man. He is so he looks so cool. And whoever does their art deco for these things, man, like man, did they you just say he looks cool? You know that's a girl, right? Uh, you don't know if Dark Samus is a she or a he. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. That's true. That's true. So I'm going with he right now. You know, but he, but I, I love the, I love that it's not like the, like the sparkly, like over the top, like princess sparkly, you know, but it's yeah. got kind of like that sheen to it. It looks so cool. And when they announced this, he was actually like, he was at the backside of it and he was actually really hard to find. He was one of the hardest ones I, that I wasn't able to find. I don't remember uh, ever picking that one up. You might've got that one for me or something. Cause I've got that one and I, I don't remember getting it. I think I got it for you. Yeah, you probably Cause I, did. Because they had, I think I went to pick up my pick up my order, and they had another one, and I just mm -hmm. like grabbed it while I was there. But man, I I just love it, and it's just really cool. All right, goofy one. So I had to go with a proxy because I don't have the goofy one that I wanted. I got rid of it. Um, my my favorite goofy one is is uh, Yarn Poochie. Yes, he's great too. I love Poochie, dude. I've always loved Poochie. That is the cutest little dog, man. But uh, I, in in his stead, since that is my choice, but I don't have it to show off. I I uh, I grabbed my guy, Koopa Troopa. I mean, how can you not love this guy? How crazy is that though? That he's like one of the most uncommon ones because he came yeah, out for that 3ds game. So him weird. and the Goomba. 
him and the Goomba are like the most uncommon ones, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, makes no sense. I uh, I can't believe I was afraid you were going to pick the one that I had, but man, you're gonna you're gonna know what it is as soon as I grab it because it was the most. It makes no sense for the character. I think it was made specifically for young kids because it was a trend at the time that young kids were doing. Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And Pranking Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this. I don't understand I, this. Someone yeah. in that office was like, what can we do with Luigi? Like, dude, Super Mario Bros. So you can make him fly in the air with a little kicky feet, you know? Like yeah. something. They're like, well, the kids like planking, so why don't we do him planking? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's never planked ever in a video game. Never. This makes no sense. Not until like, Smash Brothers. Oh, my God. This is so cheesy. Every time Leland it's or funny. my kids it's feel, really funny. they go like, man, Luigi planks? That's pretty cool. And I'm like, no, it's not cool. That's not Luigi <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that one. I thought about it. Caveat, are you still collecting for Amiibo? It'll I'm not. 10 years. But it, it, it's it's very situational. So, like, I did not pick up, and I have no desire to pick up uh, whatever the crap his name is for Kingdom Hearts. I do not care about Kingdom Hearts whatsoever. But whenever, like, uh, Joker came out for Persona, I, I love that game. So I was excited to see it. Um, if, if they put out more Amiibos of characters that I like, yeah, 100%. I'll get them mm -hmm. all day long. Dude, make make ten Bowsers. I'll buy all ten. Yep. How how do they not make Peach's Bowser like him playing on the piano? Oh, like no. our Mario movie ones. I was thinking about this other day. Like they make no Mario movie amiibos. That's fucking crazy. Well, think about it. Wonder just came out with no amiibo support. Like they, why? <laughs> they they've completely <laughs> abandoned it. Well, they haven't abandoned it. I think they're trying to finish up the Smash Brothers for the end of the, which is like the last ones is Kingdom Hearts. But they do Splatoon, and uh, I do have other random ones. Am I still collecting them? Yes, I am. Yes, Nintendo, you still got me. I because I'm like, if I started this, I just need to finish this out. I don't like all yeah. the Pokemon ones. Don't just let me get that other. What I about all the Animal two? Crossing ones too? Fuck no. Yeah, I bought those cards, like the ones I I showed you on the thing. I bought those cards yeah. because I know someone at Ben's will love them, and they were like, so the card pack was like thirty dollars, and I picked them up for for two dollars at a thrift store. And if someone likes them, I can just give them to them. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, good run, man. We had a great, good run. That was it was that fun. Was the peak of collecting, it, it was it was fun, and I miss it because it it. It gets you something to be excited about. Um, it, it makes you feel like a kid again. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if you are a kid or if you were a kid during the time when Amiibos were out, then you certainly couldn't afford it. So it was a good time to actually have an income and have a kid-like thing to purchase. You know what I mean? Yep, 100%. Yeah. All right. Since we we're talking about our cool physical products that we have here, uh, or, or I'm sorry. Uh, I I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, we're gonna do a bar's night of the movies first. So I apologize. I haven't been here in a while. Please, this is I, I've been on vacation, so I'm kind of thrown off. But uh, <laughs> when we were gone, uh, I gave him a movie a while back. It's right in December. Uh, 
I uh, had a movie that was called Batman Ninja Turtles, which in your head you think it's like, a, oh, it's going to be a cool kid movie, you know, kid-friendly movie. But I'll let Abar explain to you what happened to me <laughs> when I watched the movie the first time. So what is uh, your take on Batman and Ninja Turtles? Yeah, so I've got Batman versus the Ninja Turtles here. Yeah. And uh, basically... Um, the Shredder has come to Gotham City to build this machine to mutate. Well, it's 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 he's doing a favor for somebody else. I can't remember the dude's name. I, I'm not up on DC. Raza Ghoul. Okay, that dude. So he's he's in cahoots with Raza Ghoul, and um, he wants this pool of immortality. And in exchange, he's going to steal all these tech parts to to build this machine. Baxter Stockman is going to build this machine to uh, mutate everyone in the city and, and everyone's going to destroy themselves. Um, so, you know, the Ninja Turtles obviously are coming after Shredder to stop him, but they're new in town. No one knows about them. And, and uh, like they, whenever this tech goes missing, you know, they're, they're there in the fray and, and people think that they're responsible because they're, you know, mutants or whatever. Um, so Batman thinks that they're the bad guy and they think that Batman's the bad guy because they've never heard of the Batman. <laughs> so they, they verse each other at the beginning and then, uh, dude, Batman whoops their ass. My Wolf's gosh, up. puts the brakes to him. Um, and, uh, and then finally they realize that they're on the same team. The, the crazy part. Well, and, and the part that I thought was really cool is when they went to Arkham Asylum, yeah, and and turned all of them into like mutants, like freaking Harley Quinn and oh, dude, Poison Ivy. That was hilarious, hilarious, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Wait, yeah, she can't reach us. Oh, let's just go around. <laughs> Poor That's Poison great, Ivy. Oh, that so was so funny. funny. The, the the comedy was really good. In that uh, the, so yeah, like you were saying, it's. It's definitely got a lot of things that kids would laugh at, but it's not for kids. It's very violent. There's decapitations and blood and death and you know whatever. It's not. It's not your like '80s Ninja Turtles, early '90s Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, put a rating on that damn thing because what I did was I yeah, devil, that's true. Was my my I saw my so Leland was really into Ninja Turtles. I showed him the old cartoons. He was all into it, right? He walked by Target and he's like, Dad, Batman and Ninja Turtles, we you know, and I was like, Oh, of course. Let's let's get it. And we can watch it together. And he was really excited and stuff. Sit downstairs in, in the old basement and we're just sitting there like this. And the first thing I see is Shredder freaking decapitating somebody. And I was like, and uh hit, I wish I could have took a picture of Leland's face when the dude's head hit the ground because yeah. he was like did he just knock his head off? And I was like, oh, no, we need to watch something else. And just kind of yeah. put back on the old turtles. Dude, I was horrified. I was, I've was i had this shit happen to me twice. The Spider-Man <laughs> movie and then this thing back to back. It was horrible. Worst dad ever. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. Um, but the the funny thing is, like, you know, they, they ended up beating all of the, the, the Arkham Asylum, like, villains. 
but they didn't turn him back into them themselves. They just left them as mutants. Yep. Like they just left them. Well, they don't do. I mean, they're all, like, look at Bebop and Rocksteady have been mutants the entire time. I don't think they have anything to reverse. They had they had one episode, I think, where they had like a reverse gun, but Splinter broke it because he yeah. tried to he tried to shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they they end up uh, like saving the day and and whatever. Like, uh, but it, it was funny because like you know it was a distraction the whole Arkham Asylum thing so that they could like finish the machine and and uh like steal the the last part that they needed which they did and it was a distraction because i completely forgot about you know shredder and everything like shredder versus batman that was a cool fight awesome fight yeah and the fact that shredder's got that crazy like shredder and splinter have that technique that only those two know that's pretty neat yeah yeah that's really cool so yeah, that that was an awesome movie. Um, I I don't think I would give it a five out of five. So at four four, I'd buy that for a dollars out of five is my rating for that movie. As if it was if it was a kids movie, like if I was a kids movie and it was more goofy and stuff, I think I would agree the same thing with you. I'd probably give it a five out of five. Mm-hmm. The problem that I had was was the only thing I I had. I thought the story they did was perfect. Yeah, it was great. Like, I was like, wow, they they really thought out like things to put in there and stuff. But come on, man, like uh you know, like I understand like they did the whole Batman like with the Ninja Turtles kind of thing like that, you know, like all they're against each other. I thought that was pretty cool. But <clears> like <throat> you could have like I don't know, they they could have I would have thought it would have been cool. This is just me. Like it, what if what if Batman had a turtle com, right? And they call him and say, "Hey, Shredder's coming to Gotham City, and we're on our way." You're like kind of funny shit like that. Yeah, that would have been freaking awesome. Uh, Shredder, I like the look of Shredder. Yes. I'm a big Shredder nut. It's like my second favorite uh, look of him. They did a really good job on him. DC killed the the art style of him. So uh, that that was Mark Hamill, right? As the Joker, still. Yeah. Yeah, and and the Batman. And, and I will say, my favorite surprise of the whole thing was the 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 voice that they gave Baxter Stockman. Yep. They made him sound like like freaking uh um oh my gosh I can't think of his name uh Jurassic Park uh the fly um you know who I'm talking about Jurassic Park yeah. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Ian Malcolm. Thank you, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, they made him sound like Jeff Goldblum because he's the fly. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, it's so funny, dude. It's it, I I I liked it a lot by myself. Where I would just say caveat: don't show it to your kids unless they're old enough. Uh, I think it'd be a fun older movie for my kids, but like mm. I I would do it again. But I I just thought I when I saw it, I, was like, I can't believe that they actually DC and Nickelodeon like. Trusted each other enough to go it like, hey, do the yeah, product. It was, it was good, and, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to say that uh, the most badass turtle, Raphael, is still go. the most badass turtle. Here we go. He's such a badass. Uh, I can't wait for Ghostbusters Street Sharks. That's the next. That's the next one I want. <laughs> oh, did you hear? There's a rumor mill. I don't know if this is true or not. I saw it on Facebook. I could be a total lie. Did you know they're doing like uh like uh 
prequels to different characters of gi joe like sergeant slaughter and duke in them like a backstory and stuff yeah like i i heard some rumor about it i don't know if it's true so i have to look into it but they said something about sergeant slaughter doing it i'm like dude that'd be freaking awesome yeah that would be amazing all right so what's what's your rating for uh uh oh you said you get you'd give it a four also I'll give it all four in the all in the reflexes and four for sure. Gotcha. Well, new movie. That's right. I am ready. So I'm gonna let you know. I have chosen two uh comedies and one horror movie for you. Oh boy. But it's also it's a it's a horror comedy. So okay. A, B, or C, sir. Those are your choices. Um I'm gonna say C. Oh man, I so happy you picked this because I talked to you about this the other time. Uh, this is uh, Al Cold Sir. This oh, is my blockbuster. I've never seen my, it. <laughs> this is my 1099 blockbuster copy. You might know that guy in the middle there. That's a that Galifianakis is in there, and that's his first movie that he did. That's funny. And as you see here, uh, this is actually from Blockbuster. This is a literal blockbuster uh, movie I bought. If you don't believe me. Booyaka! Nice. And that freaking film over the top that says property of Blockbuster. That's right. Uh I uh I could not find this movie, by the way, like to buy. And what so there's a scene in it. I won't spoil it for you, but it was like one of the first like kind of like viral videos for back in the day because people thought it was real. Like, uh, basically, like, I'll, I'll go into, like, it's, like, one of the scenes that one, they all these guys do is mess with someone when they're drunk. And one of the scenes, uh, someone really thought someone did it. Like, they thought it was, like, it wasn't a movie. They thought they actually, like, it was actually, like, a, like oh, a real prank. And it, like, went viral. And that's how <laughs> Zach Galifianakis got, got big in Hollywood because of it. So... You're going to love it. I can't wait. I cannot wait for all the scenes you're going to see in this movie. Because, dude, <laughs> awesome. I, dude, it is, it is probably as funny as basketball. Like, no joke from that era. So, wow. you're definitely in for a treat. I'm telling people, if you find this, you need to buy it. It is underrated. Nice. All right. Now we get back to our physical talk. Since I've been saying physical for a, <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the secret word for Pee Wee Herman here. So during my adventures out today, I went to get Tekken 8. And uh, I'll tell you the, the first portion. Of it. I bought it on Amazon. I pre-ordered it day one, right? And of course, I get a notification saying that uh, we're sold out. And we're going to get a, another set of them. But it's going to take four to six months, possibly, was like the the justification for it. And I was like, what the hell? So I canceled it. And uh, it always happens to me. I pre-order on day one. And it's always like I don't get my my product. I don't understand it. Maybe it's because I'm in the Midwest or whatever. I don't know. But I saw that the Target had them, right? And when I looked at Target, it said it had 20, right? And then it dropped randomly down to seven. And I was mm. like, what the hell? So I placed my pre-order in. I uh, go to the store. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should check. Maybe they might have a copy for you or something like that. Maybe I can grab another copy, you know, just in case, blah, blah, blah. I went to, I went over to the Target area where the games were. And guess what? 
it was not there. The only game they had in the front thing was Avatar, which was very weird. Yeah, very. And then so I went in the back and I went to ask the lady said, you're here to pick up. I said, yeah. So I picked it up. And when I got back there, I said, hey, uh, this game wasn't in the front at all. And she's like, oh, no, we don't store them in the front anymore because most people just order it online and they'll just come back here and get them. So we don't put them in the front. So if I was a normal person going to the store and that the game, sucks. you wouldn't know that it was actually there. You would just think like, oh, it's sold out. And so luckily I did that, but it's becoming a common problem now. I think, I think our physical time is almost over. It's, it's I, hard to find games. I, I can, I can see kind of why they would do that just because, but that doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's storing it in one place versus another. Like it's just lazy. It's lazy on their part. I, I get that. Like most people do uh, like, you know, um, remote pickups or whatever. But, dude, there's so many people that go in the store, too. Like, I'd, I'd like to see the sales data. Maybe there's some data to, like, back it up. But I'm very surprised that, that you know, they wouldn't want to, to have it front-facing so that people inside could see that it's for sale. That's crazy to me. I think it's weird. I think retail now is going towards this 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 aspect instead of you like us where do you still just walking around a store looking for things we want get it and go you know what i'm saying that's our thing but now it's like i don't want to do that i don't want to really get out of my car i don't want to go inside and deal with people or bad customer service or these type of things like that so i just order it and then i just put the order i have the app and i just pick it up it's same thing like mcdonald's now every time yeah. I, I go to mcdonald's now it's like did you use the app no I don't every time man every time and so it's just like it, we, I think their era of like you know instant gratification with apps is like I'll just pick it up on there and just go pick it up. I I don't like it. I like to go on my own and look. Yeah, maybe I'm old. Sorry, little skunk in my beard. But like I don't I don't understand it because like I should be able to have the ability to go to a store and buy something. And now yeah. it just seems like I have to go through hoops to to find it. And what if that inventory is wrong? Because I I I do logistics. What if, I, what if I go there and it says six? I order it and I go there and it's not there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's um it's a weird problem now, and um you know like tar- Target's doing this in in Walmart. Their physical uh, section is shrinking. Um, Best Buy. We already know that uh, they've you know all but gotten rid of all of their movies, like. Games are next. Um, physical in general has dropped off because of the um, the acceptance more and more of, of new generations for digital content and not actually owning owning it physical. But it's concerning because time and again we see where like you know 10, 20 year old systems or, or servers. For these games go offline and then you have no no say in it you 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 only own the license you don't own the the actual physical game so you know you have no say in the matter even though you paid this this license to uh you know sony or nintendo or or microsoft or whoever um there i'm i'm sure it's in that you know like 
20,000 page user agreement that, uh, you know, it could go away without notice, but you signed it and you know, you've, you've got no recourse at that point. Well, it's like the, it's like the Sony thing with the discovery channel stuff that people bought discovery yeah. channel episodes and it was gone. Uh-huh. Also, my fear is this and something that a lot of people have to think about. And I'm going to, you know, here's, here's a crazy thing I'm going to say. This came from the Game Chasers, and I thought it was an interesting thing that he said. And I really thought this was very interesting, and I didn't think about this. This is what, and I'm going to quote him. It's also going to affect art. Because the fact of the matter is, if you have you watched movies now where you watch an old movie and it goes, well, these these views and things in the movie are from a different time. Yeah. And it's like, what's going to happen in the future? Are they going to censor these movies? Are they going to take out, like, you know, get like the TV version of the movie instead of the the actual version of the movie that, that the director wanted you to yeah. see? Yeah. 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 And the same thing across the board, like, uh, like me, I'm obsessively looking for Blu rays right now because I don't like not owning something that I enjoy. I want to see the movies that I enjoy. I'm sorry. I don't like the new movies. And if I buy, Big Trouble in Little China on Amazon, and then they're like, well, we're not renewing the license. Oh, you don't get that movie anymore, and no one has mm-hmm. it. What's going to happen? Yeah. Um, I remember... Uh, did you ever watch uh, that MTV cartoon series, Daria? Of course. Love that show. Yeah, so back in the day, like whenever it was actually airing on, on MTV, it had a, a whole lot of like licensed music on it. Um. And I remember people being up in arms, like whenever it came out on DVD, that the, that music wasn't there anymore. Um, and, and that's that's another case of of like you know the license not being paid for and and the actual original content being altered because of the license. Um, you know these licenses aren't forever, uh, but like one one thing is for certain, like if you buy it on physical then you don't have to worry about a license because it's there, right? It's it's yep. there. You physically have it. You own it. You can resell yep. it. Um, but with digital, I just, I, I can never see myself fully uh, accepting digital. I, I have, I mean, like, you know, you're, you're different with, with DVDs and Blu-rays, but I, I've, I've all but accepted, you know, the fact that like, I just don't, I don't want to keep uh, like expanding room on my shelf for like Blu-rays and, and and DVDs unless it's it's something that like really means something to me. I mean, I'll I'll freaking get ten copies of the Hateful Eight. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? You and like Starship Troopers. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like uh, you know, unless it really means something to me, I don't really need it on physical. But I don't feel the same way about uh, video games. Like it, it, it doesn't matter if it means something to me or not. I want it physical because I paid that money. So let's say, for example, this is, and I'll throw this out to you, caveat, right? Mm. This movie, right? Yeah. I'm not seeing this on Blu-ray. I haven't seen this on anything else but this. Okay. So what if I have a memory? You know, I'm sitting down here like, man, I would really love to see that movie. Let me look it up online. Oh, look, it's not on this. Oh, this yeah. No, no. I, I totally get it. It's not I on totally this get one. it. And even and if it is on that one, it, it won't be there next month, you know? Correct. So 
like I don't have every movie in the world. I I always enjoyed movies. Uh, it before yeah, I like video games and stuff, but like the, <clears throat> sometimes like I get burnt down on games sometimes, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? Oh, you know what? I'll watch some movies, or I'll sit in bed and I'll watch something. You know, something that it brings back a feeling. Like I, you'll laugh. I, I I watched Jason X. Come on now, like that's like I showed you the 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 trailer of of yeah. the thing that you saw. Like, there's some great memories to them going to the theater and going to see them and those type of things like that. <clears throat> and what was funny was we were talking about this a while ago because everyone was like selling their DVDs and getting rid of all their stuff and like everything's gonna be great. But I knew about it when Netflix first came out because my mindset when I saw of Netflix, I was like, oh, I can watch any movie I want. Any movie I want to watch, mm-hmm. I can watch mm-hmm. it on there. They they have everything. They're like the they're like a virtual blockbuster. I can watch it anytime. Yeah. And then I was like, let me look up Big Trouble in Little China. And guess what? They didn't have Not it. There. Yeah. Let me look up Ninja Turtles. It wasn't there. And then it just got worse and worse. And I'm like, then what what the F is this for? Like I can't watch anything I want to watch. So well, then I started going back to DVDs. And 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 you hit on another thing too. And I, I actually have two points, but I'll hit on the thing that you you talked about. The fact that uh you have to go from service to service looking for which one has what, right? Correct. That sucks. Like I've I've done that several times whenever we did the uh Ibarra's night at the movies. Just you know, instead of having to borrow it from you, I want to see if it's on streaming so I, we don't have to like make that exchange. But I have to go to Netflix and then I have to go to Amazon movies and then I have to you know, like on on down to see who's got it if they have it, and if they don't, then I have to borrow it from you physically. Correct. You know what I mean? Like so so that's a problem in and even if you want like the entire library, everything at your fingertips, you're going to be paying the Netflix fee. You're going to be playing the, paying the Hulu fee. You're paying the HBO fee. You're paying the Amazon fee. Like it all adds up. It's not cheap. Well, like 10.99. I bought this. I mm-hmm. own it. They can't take it away from me. I bought yeah. it. It's my right. It's mine. I get to have this, which is great. Yeah. The problem that I have with the online marketplace is is that like i don't know like you know like it's tough for me because like i i try to i try to like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna get a digital movie i'm gonna do it let's do it blah 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 and i try to commit to it and then like i will i will buy something i bought i'm not joking with you i bought i bought blood sport on on amazon right mm-hmm. and i was like i can turn it on anytime i want to no problem like that I bought it for a month and then it disappeared. And then guess who bought the rights to it? YouTube. Uh, YouTube bought the licensing from it. So they basically what they do is they swap this stuff around. Yeah. So yeah. like you it's think like it's trading one cards. Thing, and then you're like switching <laughs> over to another one. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And that's the that's the portion that that frustrates me. And also, I like looking at something and reading it. Okay. I might like this or you know, I like the I like going into a like a place and being like, okay, I, I'm definitely not gonna like that, but this one looks fun. I'm gonna get this. And yeah, it takes the fun out of it too. Uh, like, I don't know. It's it's the same thing with video games right now. I think this is the last generation that will have a a, a, a the ability to play DVDs and Blu-rays and 4Ks. I think this is it. 
I think everything from this point forward after this generation, all streaming all the time. You might be right. You guys don't even know. I paid six bucks for this. Okay. Six dollars. If I'm playing a streaming service for the entire year, I'm paying $70 for YouTube. So equal that out when I could have just paid six bucks and and watch this wherever I want to. And that's the hustle. And then they charge you full price. $30 $30 for a movie, and now they got the theater experience where, oh, you can watch it at home, but you can pay $40. You can rent yeah. it for $30. And all this thing. They're, I understand why you're paying like 20 bucks for this, because you have to pay for the plastic, you have to pay for the disc, you have to pay for all the stuff in it. Understand that. But the thing is now, they're charging you the same price like you're getting a physical thing. I know. Well, now, it's going be different. Yeah. It's and... like 10 bucks. Or something like that, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. In in, in the it's the same with uh, like video games. Like you've never seen them disc. Well, I, I won't say never, but it's typically if you buy a brand new game digitally, it's still going to be the same price as if you bought it physically. That never made sense to me at all. Like the the cost of of making a physical good isn't subtracted from that digital cost, and it doesn't make sense to me at all. Here's a scary portion that you that you're you're not ready for that I'm gonna blow your mind right now. Are you ready? <clears throat> yeah. And this just came right in my head. What happened when we had streaming services? Multiple streaming services came out. What's gonna happen with Capcom and Konami and all these third party people? They'll be like Amazon and Netflix. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I know. And guess what? You're gonna be paying more fees for more exclusive things. Capcom Plus. Konami Plus. Buy our Pachinko machines. <laughs> Nintendo Plus. Yeah, and it's... Dude, you're, you're, I'm paying more money right now uh, on streaming services than I would be on just physical games. Yeah. And I really think that... I mean, this might be the wrap for me. This might be the this might be the wrap for collecting for me. You know, it's scary to say that we could be done collecting and it's not going to affect us. It's going to affect all the stores and things that we love. Yeah. And physical is going to go through the roof because people are going to realize that this is a failure and people are going to want all that physical stuff back again, which means the costs are going to go through the roof. Why why do you think VHS is so expensive right now? Yeah. Just look at records. (laughs) Records have hit uh, a resurgence because people want them physically. Yep. Yeah. We is we'd open we'd open our own VHS store and like have exclusive like limited run. No, no, no. laser disc store. Yes. <laughs> you like frisbees? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll just players. say one more thing is um uh the the movie that I watch all the time and this was actually something it, it was always background noise, but I still love the movie. I'll, I'll still watch it like. Um, on purpose. Uh, it, I, I already said it. It's a hateful eight, but Netflix has an exclusive version that is not out physically, and it scares me because if they ever pull it, there's no way to watch it. Yep. It's the extended version, and it's like way, way better than the uh, theatrical version, in my opinion. Yep. Um, there's so much added to it. Uh, but it never came out physically. If it came out physically, of course I'd buy it. But right now I'm beholden to, uh, or I'm, I'm at the mercy of Netflix who 
at a whim could just pull it for no reason. 100%. So far they haven't, but uh, I dread the day that they do. And it, it sucks, man. And it's good. It, it, I'm I'm giving my sons a, a learning experience. Like I told you, like Leland got a, a VHS TV <clears throat> because mm-hmm. he asked me a question. What happened was he asked me a question about these. Like, what are these? And I said, well, we don't have like digital stuff back in the day. We would just go to a place and we would pick up the thing. And he saw like the turtles and the Mario and stuff. And what happened was he went over to my mother-in-law's house and he's like, hey, th- that's the thing that my dad showed me. He's like, can I have that? And so he brought it home. I had a head cleaner, by the way, which is so <laughs> HBI. Awesome. I had a brand new VHS head cleaner, so I cleaned the inside of it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, dude, you don't even know. I didn't tell you this, but it was really funny. I popped that 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 turtles one in there, and I literally just sat on the floor, Indian style, like a kid, and just yes. watched it. And dude, it was the worst version, you know, verse video quality. But dude, that that humming sound from the VHS yeah, and all that yeah, stuff, dude, the crackling and Mwah. yeah, Mwah. I, know I know it. Yeah. If I was Italian, I would shake my hand like this as hard as I could. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. I. That's what I love about it. That's what I really appreciate. But the thing is right now is that I can get a better video quality. That's why I go with the Blu-rays now. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. why. But yeah, I don't want to keep kicking this dang thing. You know what? While I'm at it, Quentin Tarantino, all of your movies are out on 4K except for The Hateful Eight. What is that all about? What, well, yeah. what, what's the problem? Try Bloodsport is only in 4K in Germany. The only place has it is Germany. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> I don't want to makes pay $60 no for it, but I want it. I want it so bad. Yeah. want it. Makes no sense. I don't get it. I don't either. God dang it. Physical, come on back. Please. I'll open the door for you. I'll hug you. It's 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 going in the wrong direction, man. Wrong direction. All right, speaking of that, let's just get out of the past and we'll go to the future. Virtual reality. <laughs> Since I have an extensive knowledge of virtual reality, you know, fails and good things, I thought it would be an interesting topic for both of us to talk about, like, our experiences with virtual reality, uh, what we think about it, you know, gameplay-wise, and also, do you think it's sustainable for the known future? Maybe when these consoles go away that we're just all playing VR games. Mm-hmm. What what is your what is your mindset on virtual reality? So, um I was an early adopter of the Oculus, the the very first I wouldn't I won't say the very first Oculus because the very first Oculus was a uh, Kickstarter and it was a uh, beta version, but the first commercial Oculus headset I got and was an early adopter and uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was really cool. Um, it was novel at the time and, um, you know, there, there aren't that many times in your lifetime when a brand new technology like that comes out. So I wanted to be at the forefront and and experience it with everyone else for the first time. Um, you know, PlayStation was a little bit later on, uh, after the Oculus, but, uh, you know, that, that was kind of the perfect way for a lot of people to get their first experience because, you know, who doesn't have a PlayStation 4 at the time, right? You don't have to buy an expensive computer to be able to run uh, 
VR um, like you did whenever it was early adopted. Because the I want to say the headset was like eight hundred dollars or something like yeah. that, and and then I had to buy the computer on top of it, which was another like fifteen hundred dollars. So all in, it was like yeah. twenty three hundred bucks, and this was back in like. 2013 ish yeah uh-huh um i watched melissa run into a wall when jay bought his he was an early adopter and he had it and dude i i'll have to show you the video of it it was oh amazing remember the girl that busted her face at the uh vr place that we went to in papillion oh yeah that's right she, she, she was running it. away from she was running away from a zombie and she was bleeding all over the place man dude, she got wrecked Oh, she wrecked herself bad. Um, I I was not. Here's the thing: when everyone was talking about the Oculus, like you had, yeah. mm -hmm. I didn't know like what it what what it was pertaining. In my mind, we only had what <clears throat> Virtual Boy. So I'm like, yeah, everything's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. in front of you. Yeah. When I saw the Oculus, I was like, this is like groundbreaking, game changing. Yeah, like all insane, around you, man, insane. And I, I mean, dude, Jay was so happy about it. He's like, dude, you don't even know what you're about to experience. Like, it's crazy. And I was like, okay, I've seen everything. But he put me in a game. It was, uh, I don't know if you ever played it before. It was like little stick figures. And you had like a bow and you act like you're at a castle. And like you shoot like bows. No, people. I, I didn't play that. Uh -uh. Dude, here's how bad it was. I thought I was literally standing on a castle that I almost like, I always thought like I was going to fall off the side of it. Oh like, yeah, dude. It, it gives you vertigo bad, man. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very convincing to your senses. Dude, there's this one experience where like you put your hands on the table, like your, your actual hands. And then like you look down and then there's like spiders crawling across. It's, oh dude. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Or, or the one I saw that is my favorite is the the one where it's on wood and they have to walk on it and it's like yeah one, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they like panged to death on it dude those videos <laughs> had me dying laugh like people yeah. push people off and shit which I thought was hilarious such yeah, a funny thing VR for the first time to someone who's never experienced VR and is not used to it is very dangerous like people 100%. bust themselves dude it's bad. Because they just they don't know how to like their their body their instincts just kick in like they're they're yeah. just used to doing a certain thing when they see a certain thing so for for you to force your body to then you know stand still instead then um, it's just unnatural so my my thing is is like like you just said you said experiences that's the problem I think that happened with VR is that it wasn't fully games it was just Oh, you can do an experience, a Star Wars experience. Yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, a yeah. Oh, here's a T Rex. The it's it's like running over the top of you, and yeah, it was very so, primitive at first. Correct. So like it. So then when the first game that really blew my <clears throat> mind, like in VR, was uh, Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Seven messed me up to where the point. That's when I was like, I'm in on this. Like this is this is legit. Yeah. Well, and by oh, the sure. way, uh, seven, yeah, f that noise. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a big nope for me. What about, what about home sweet home? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, the, the freaking box cutter. Oh, that was cool, man. Yeah, I I don't know that there was any one game where I'm like, holy crap, I'm in. Um, 
because I was trying just everything. Uh, there was one, uh, it, it was this like space shooter. So I was like sitting in my chair and then like looking around and like dog fighting. And it was, it was super cool. Uh, I don't remember the name of it though. Um, but uh, the reason I kind of wanted to talk about VR right now is it's topical. Um, Apple is about to come out with their, their headset in a few days. Um, their $3,500 AR slash VR headset. And I, I don't know enough about it to talk about it, whether it's worth it or not. At $3,500, I'm going to say right now it's not worth it. Do you remember um, do you know the Xbox One, the uh, the one that the Xbox was thinking about doing their own version of it? And you know how they were sitting at the table? Like they were showing the guy sitting at the table and he was like doing games and oh, stuff Oh, yeah. Like that. uh-huh. That's what the AR is Well, that's, that's, like- that's Microsoft. It, that was Microsoft's... Uh, I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, they were they're yeah. called like an AR headset or something like uh-huh. that. Like they never came out with it. Like no, not yet. But um, that's what they do. You can like literally put this thing on and like you can like build something in front of you, or you can play cards yeah, with people and stuff. Stuff in front of you. But I mean, like you know, I don't know how you can justify thirty five hundred dollars for a new piece nope. of tech like that. I mean, I know it's Apple, and and people are still going to buy it regardless, just because this is Apple's new thing. Um, you know, I I saw the writing on the wall whenever they came out with the iPad the first time, so like I was an early adopter of that, but I I knew the value of that. I don't see the value in this, not at thirty five hundred dollars. Facebook kind of like won it, I think. Honestly, like I love PSVR. Like my whole thing with the VR was like, okay, you're going to game companies behind it like and make vr games that's awesome like you you like okay i can do like 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 we did gran turismo or uh, yeah you know like castlevania for example or uh-huh. like doom or all these crazy things that's why i thought in my head like all these cool things mm. but like all i got on psvr and i love it to death is i only got experiences like maybe something that I could play for like 20 to 30 minutes or to an hour at, at that yeah, and, and I mean, like you know, you the, people have different tolerances for VR too. We have to uh, acknowledge that. Where, um, oh gosh, I was playing this game. Uh, I think, oh yeah, it was called The Drift. Um, and uh, like basically, this uh, this space station that you're in like blows up, and then you have to like go and basically uh it, it's kind of a survival thing but you're inside of a, a space suit so like you look around you've got like this hud in front of you and but it's super disorienting and it makes you queasy over time so like i have a pretty high tolerance for it i, I played it for about two hours but by the end of uh, my gameplay i was just like i felt like it came out of a cave like taking off that headset and i felt pretty queasy Melissa, by the way, it was a funny story. So remember when I went, I told you like, I went to the demo of the PSVR to check it out? Yeah. So I I went there, I checked it out, I thought it was really cool. Melissa got into it, thought it was really cool. Like, because it's just like a, you're going slow, right? <laughs> well, Until Dawn came out, that was the first game I bought for PSVR. The uh-huh. light gun roller coaster game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets in it, right? And she's all in on this. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. Because it's just sitting there just shooting stuff all while. Was she, like, screaming and stuff? No. She was just, like, she was just kind of, like, enjoying it. Well, the first 
up the the coaster like you're going up you know and then you drop it they don't have that thing now where the it goes black to kind of keep your 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 balance oh yeah uh-huh. dude, she took that first hill and dude like she like went into throw up mode immediately like i'm gonna throw up like and well, that's what I'm talking off. about, man. Like you're you're used to one thing. Like it, your your eyeballs are seeing one thing, so your body's expecting to feel something that it's not feeling, and it completely throws off your inner ear. Like it's so bad. Like if you're not expecting it, and and uh, the technology now is different. I'll say from the side of PSVR two, it it the their eye tracking is genius because. It follows you where you look instead of yeah. like it's staying stagnant in one place. So if I look around for something, it makes it seem like I'm actually like focusing on that. That's cool. Instead so. of the other way around. So it's it's mm-hmm. really, really cool. PSVR one, on the other hand, uh, you have to like do manual settings to like cut down the thing. Yeah, yeah. And it sucks. But so it, I mean, great experiences though. So with with PlayStation VR two, like you were talking about, like how many games are out for it? Is, is it as robust and and healthy as PS VR one was with physical? Uh, no, and I think the biggest mistake they did was they didn't adopt those games over to PS VR, and I understand why. So the thing with the PS VR is that they had the move, the as I call them, the magic wands. Yeah. Uh. The controllers, I'll pull one for you. But they're mm-hmm. they go in your hand like this, and oh, I know yeah. what they're trying to do because they're trying to manipulate where you have like this. But what's cool is these side buttons are like grips. Yeah. So if I push this button, it's like my hands in there, and I'd be like, I'll do this. I can do a thumbs yeah. up. I can yeah, grip yeah. it, all that type of stuff like that. Uh, <clears throat> also, the uh, the the wands are not they go off light. These ones don't. These ones go off movement. So wherever movement you go to is where it'll actually track it. Sure. The, the, the light ones are horrible. You can like lose your hand. Like I've had my hand like flip upside down and get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and like horrible. Just stuff. like real life. But I thought with the PSVR one, they had so many games. I'm like, they're going to adopt this for the second one. So I was an early adopter of it. The first game I played in it was Village, and holy crap, it's like you're like, you're like really there. And what's even mm. crazy is that they got the haptics with it too. I can feel the shotgun yeah. up in my face, like yeah. crazy stuff. Really cool stuff. But guess what? If you want digital, yeah, they got all the digital games you want. But if you want a physical game, ain't gonna happen. There's literally ten games. <sighs> Guess what? The only two that are really good is Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil Village. And it's a full game. Yeah, and I feel like I got Virtual Boy again. Like I (laughs) that's what I wanted. When I got the Virtual Boy when I was a kid, I thought that was what's what what we're experiencing now is what we were gonna be experiencing in that headset. Yeah, I know. And I will not say anything wrong with it. Sony's PSVR 2 is number one. I don't care what anyone says. I've not been sick in it. I'm not, I can sit in it for long periods of time. It makes me feel like I'm actually there, which is like nuts. Uh, I don't feel like I'm, it, it, like, I could sit down and play it 
and I can stand up. I don't have to, you know, I hate standing up all the time. I do. I can't do it all the time. Mm. So to be able to sit down on my chair and act like I'm doing the things, that's awesome too. But the, if, if it was my choice, I, I would probably have to go with PSVR one because it has so many more games and yeah. you can do sucks, but yeah. Cause, cause at the end of the day, I mean, they're, they're right now forcing you to go digital with, uh, a lot of the games that aren't, you know, available. So just, I bought, know, goes, I bought, so I have walking dead light brigade and then two resident evil games and grand mm-hmm. Turismo seven. And literally I told you I already bought grand Turismo seven because I had no games to play. So I yeah, had yeah, no yeah. Game, that one. Uh-huh. Uh, but I would, if I was suggesting VR, I would suggest the one that you got because it just, hmm. they seem like they're more installed with games. And yeah, Oculus, or, well, no, they call it MetaQuest now. Yeah, the MetaQuest yeah, the 3 is, uh, yeah, it's it's affordable, and the ecosystem is, is already established now. Um, it's been around for, you know, 10 years now. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of games to, you know, obviously you're not going to be playing them or buying them physical, but what PC games do you buy physical nowadays anyway? Right. Well, here's the thing, too, is that you don't need no cables or anything. You just basically pop it on your head and you can go play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a far cry from the first Oculus uh, headset. But um, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I don't have it anymore. I gave my uh, my MetaQuest headset to my uh, nieces and nephews who have a blast with it. Like, I just wasn't using it. I I just wish that uh, I wish they would like especially like sony and all of them like dude imagine like a metal gear in there or like a freaking silent hill like the pt or water world yes 100 percent wario world <laughs> me jumping in the background no 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 wa- wa- water world uh- <laughs> <laughs> it could be kevin costner eating all tomatoes day. peeing and drinking my own pee that'd be great <laughs> Hey, Eric, you know you don't have to drink your own pee to play VR, right? And the bad guy's going to be Bowser. The bad guy's going to be Bowser from fucking Super Mario Brothers, the original movie. You know, it's it's, it's got great callbacks. Lots of callbacks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, like, Uh, I will say lastly for the the PSVR 2, if you're going to adopt it, I would just, just waiting. I'm praying for Sony to like this. But I'll tell you the problem with it is, and this is from my experience, there's only one company making games, and it's called Perp Games. If you don't know who they are, look them up. They're in England. If you want physical games, Perp games. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a hack for PSVR games. In Europe, they are required to any digital game they make, they have to make a physical copy of the game. They are the only ones, but they also put their games on Amazon. So you're able to play European virtual reality games over in the States if you want a physical copy of it, which is why cool. I got that big collection. Just a hack for you. Mm. You can also buy it from them directly. What you do is you send them an email, you say you want the game, and then they'll basically give you a cost on how much it's going to cost to send it to you. And they'll send it to you directly. Nice. I also found that out too. That's all I got on that. Cool. Yeah, I think we've kind of 
talk VR to death. And um, well, I, I'm I'm interested to see. I, I will, you know, if if given the opportunity, put on an Apple headset. But there's no way in hell they're ever going to convince me to pay thirty five hundred dollars for a headset. No thanks. What if it What if it's a Michael McDonald concert live virtual reality? Uh, if I want to watch Michael McDonald in concert, I'll just watch 40 year old virgin over and over again. <laughs> I'll shoot myself in the face <laughs> and burn this place to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we thought we have a fun topic since tech and eight came out. Uh, we were talking about this offline before we started, uh, since we're nineties kids, and we love going the arcades, and there's a new renaissance of fighting games. We're back, baby. Come on, Killer Instinct. Let's, let's I know that's that's there. the only one that's missing, right? <laughs> I mean, right. dude, we got a new Street Fighter, we got a new Mortal Kombat, and now we got a new Tekken. Where's Killer Instinct? Come on. The 90s are Neo, back. We need some Neo Geos. Let's get it. Let's get all these back. That's let's right. get them all back. That's right. So I thought it would be an interesting topic uh, since we have Tekken 8, Street Fighter Six, and Mortal Kombat One. If if these came out in the nineties, current the way they look now, which which one do you think would be the most popular in the arcades? And also, what would be popular for you if you walked into an arcade and it would be the first one you would choose? Easy answer: Mortal Kombat. But man, fatalities, the blood. The over-the-topness. Because, you know, you're, you're, if you're looking at Tekken, it's over-the-top already. It. But Mortal Kombat's over-the-top, and it's bloody. I, I mean, not, it, it, I, as a 90s kid, dude, I couldn't get enough of Mortal Kombat. Like, I, I, my parents didn't let me play that kind of stuff, so I had to, like, go over to my friend's house to play it. <laughs> they just, they just de delayed the inevitable. And, oh, my gosh. Mom, Dad, I turned out so bad because, you know, I, I played these violent video games. Gee. Where my mom was like a stick of dynamite and then handed me a lighter and then said, go have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think Street Fighter Six would have been the popular one. I really do. And I'll, and I'll tell so? you why. Okay. I'll tell you why. Because what was what was so big in the nineties? Hip hop, right? Yeah. And, and the yeah, this one's pretty hip hop. Yeah. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is this is straight up like this would straight up be be crazy. There, I think. I know. I know. Fresh Prince would be playing that that game. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I think the the way the gameplay is, I I think also it's like a throwback. It it really does. It, I I was telling people like it does remind me of a. Uh, it reminds me of Street Fighter Alpha when I first saw it. Yeah, okay. it's got a, it's got an alpha kind of feel to it. Yeah, and I like the blocks. <clears throat> I like the techniques. What what was the big thing about Alpha? That Evo situation where that dude blocked. Oh, all the sure, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the parries. Yeah. Matter, all the parries and all the bragging rights would be going on the arcades right now. Then people talking shit to each other, like, "Oh, oh hit me!" Oh my hit god, me, hit dude! Me. Oh, <laughs> dude! I would love to watch that stuff in the arcade. Love it. I mean, but that's what's so awesome. And, and actually, that's that's kind of topical right now, too, talking about fighting games. Because right now we're in the middle of fighting game uh, tournament season. Frosty Faustings is going on right now. Yep. That that fighting game tournament. That game. But and it, what's even what's even crazier about it is, is that 
this is how I feel about it. If I was walking into an arcade, Mortal Kombat 1 would be like the Demolition Derby, and freaking Street Fighter would be the actual like F1 kind of racing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's like, I, it's I like get strategy that sure. and all that type of stuff like that. For sure. I, I don't know about Tekken yet, which is hard for me because I haven't got to play it yet. But maybe it's I a remember, mixture. It's probably a mixture of the two, to be honest. I mean, it feels like Tekken is. I feel like Tekken's in the middle because I remember when I was in the nineties, like let's say for example, like let's say you you and your friend were all Mortal Kombat, right? And I'm waiting around, kind of like, oh, I gotta kill some time. Oh, I'll I'll pop one Tekken and play it. Plus, tag tournament was the big thing back then. Yeah, tag tournament. Uh huh. Tag tournament was like a big, big deal. It was. And so like Think about like Mortal Kombat One right now. It's got the tag thing into it. You know what I mean? If it was a regular like like because they're saying a lot like Tekken Eight's like Tekken kind of like the way Tekken Three is. You know, Tekken Three kind of like blew up in the arcades. Yeah. Like, oh shit, they're like legit. Yeah, yeah. So I well, Eddie, I think, Eddie Gordo had a lot to do with that. Yes, that cheating son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Capoeira fighter. I, I funny story. I, I played it on the Paul Omega when Max was talking about Tekken Three because he's going doing the legacy thing, you know. Uh-huh. And I played it, and I, I was like, I wonder if I remember Eddie because I used to troll people with Eddie. I would fake like I would go like I was going to go forward, and then I'd pull myself back into the kick. Yeah, and yeah. I was doing yeah. that shit and just cracking up. And also with Harang, Harang, you did the switch kick, so I'm like, do 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 switch, switch. <laughs> Dude, I I had a buddy who uh, played as King. And Hate he him. knew he knew all of the like uh, combos, like you know, to to combo like suplex into pile driver into you know whatever. He would do that all day long. That's oh gosh, that was insane. We had a guy in in the tech school. This is what happened. I was whooping everyone's butt with harangue. Harangue was like my, my dude. So then we were, and you know how you had the classes where you had to go like to the buildings and you have like all years like that. So what yeah. would happen during break times, we would all be in the break rooms together and everyone would be like, I heard this dude's really good with King. And I was like, I was, I've never seen anyone good with King, by the way. I'm like, I will kick the living crap out of him. The, uh, the, our first guest, Frank, Frank, uh, Sanderson, um, he's good with King. He's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, dude, I, I talked all this trash to this kid and this kid just like, was like quiet and like, okay. And, uh, we watched DBZ. Not to age myself, we watched our DBZ, and then they pulled out the PlayStation, put in three, and like, let's do this. Yeah. And so I went down there, and I'm just confident as shit. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm about to dust this dude for everybody. And what happened was, uh, dude, he got one grapple on me, and then from that point forward, I didn't know what happened. He like suplexed me, power bomb, the the leg snap, pick me up, figure four leg lock power bomb and he did this 100% combo and I'm just sitting there like stunned and then of course I'm getting embarrassed in front of everybody everyone's like oh <laughs> and uh dude I got so mad I was like fuck this game let's play fucking 007 he's like he's just a cheating bitch and he's like and the guy was like you only call me a cheater because I just whooped your ass that's all you're doing and I was like shut the fuck up <laughs> I'm so mad at him and then I practiced <laughs> I kept practicing, and then I would come back and try to beat him again, and I never beat this dude. And, dude, he's in, mm-hmm. hes the only person I've ever had a, in a fighting game where he's in my fucking brain for the rest of my life. I still remember that dude when I play Tekken. I've, I've got uh, the, the same thing. So I was, I was just unbeatable in Super Nintendo Battle Mode um, Mario Kart. I was, I, dude, I was, like, the best. Uh, no one could beat me. 
until tech school. I ran into someone who I, I couldn't beat him. I think I beat him one round out of like all of the, the games we ever played. This guy, uh, his last name is Van Toll. One of the funniest people I've ever met, but man, he wrecked me over and over and over again. I will never forget Van Toll because of that. I can't pick up Tekken 3 without seeing that dude's face. He looked like Steve. Ur- <laughs> he looked like Steve Urkel with a little paper thin Prince mustache. And dude, Ooh. I see that dude in my head for the rest of my life. I even went to his room one night. I I played all night. And I was all confident. I like knocked on his door, and he was just sitting there holding the sticks. And he was like, "With he was like, come on in." And then so I played him, and he beat me three more times. And I was like, "Fuck this dude!" And I just fucking walked. I didn't even say nothing to him. I just brought him, and all I could hear was him chuckling behind the door when I walked away like a sassy <laughs> asshole. I was so mad. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm loving that we're getting fighting games again. It, it's cool that in like almost one year timeline, we got Mortal Kombat, <clears throat> we got freaking Street Fighter, and we got Tekken. So crazy. Yeah, and you know, I, I hold out hope that there is a new Mortal Kombat. That there will be one at some point because um, people, people. Uh, yeah, sorry, not Mortal Kombat. Killer Instinct. Thank you. Um, that there's a new Killer Instinct because people will buy it, people will play it. It's the perfect game. I don't it. give a shit what anyone says. The one on Xbox, the only thing Xbox I will give you, Bravo, kudos for, was making the best fighting game I've ever played in my entire life. It's really good. Really fucking good. It's right. over the top. It's it's so '90s. It's just screaming in your face. It's like everything that a '90s arcade was. Everyone gravitated toward Killer Instinct because how loud it was. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can hear that machine over everything going on in there. I went to a Hollywood video once, and then um, this old lady came in, and she was and she was standing by the uh, the machine because she was waiting in line to, to return her movie. And uh, I don't know who turned on the arcade machine, but dude, it was fucking loud. <laughs> and uh, you know the, you know the, you know the intro where they had Ultra sixty four, yeah, like in like box. Yeah. Well. It sounds silent when you play it like normal Exclusively volume. for Ultra 64. Yeah. I told my friend it sounded like, like I'm about to kick you right in your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's dude, so good, had, man. It's so good. She she got so scared she dropped all of her fucking movies on the floor <laughs> like from him turning it on. It was the fucking funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Uh, God damn. Whoever thought about putting fucking wolfers in a fucking arcade machine god damn it kudos yeah. to you sir my favorite uh fatality in that game was uh playing this full gore and pulling out the machine head because man that was loud it was so loud i didn't know what ultra combos was until someone did it and it and i was like i was playing mortal kombat 3 next to him and i was like what the fuck was that like what's yeah. that sound god damn it so good so good I want to meet the guy who did the voice for that. I want him to I sign know. a door and sing for me. I want him to do an intro for us. I want to do a voicemail. <laughs> I wonder if he, dude, can you imagine <laughs> if he's on Cameo? We should look that up. We should. Oh, if he's on Cameo. Holy crap. You can't call Coffin right now because he's doing a combo breaker. Ultra. <laughs> he's on the phone. Yeah. So good. <laughs> All right, retrospective time. Since we were talking yeah. about fighting games, this uh, this guy made me go back to the '90s and play uh, Mortal Kombat Two. 
for the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Great times, by the way. And uh, this guy over here had time spinners. I did. And so we'll let you go first, sir. Uh, time spinners is kind of like a Metroidvania game, so I'll let him explain it to you. Hugely Metroidvania, and oh my gosh, dude, it is oozing uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Like it is, like it's so shameless. Like the homages, uh, homages, whatever um, that uh, that they throw back to that game. Like the music reminds me of it. The uh, user interface reminds me of it. The gameplay reminds me of it. The weapons remind me of it. The enemies remind me of it. Like everything about that game is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So I need to pick up a copy of that game and actually beat it. Um, it's so good. It, it reminded me of playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the first time again. Um, it's really good. Like I love the system with the orbs. That's really cool. I mean, that's how you like you know equip your abilities. It's just like Alucard having a right hand and a left hand. You have two yep. orbs. So it, it, I got that from a blind box from Limited Run. It's the only blind box I ever bought. Wow. And I'm happy I got that one. I'm really happy. Awesome pickup. Yeah, pretty pretty happy about that because I didn't know anything about it. And when I played, I was like, man, this reminds me of Cynthia Knight. Like it's crazy. It's so good. Yep. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. It's it's just an amazing Metroidvania, which I will play again. I I would we have to find you a copy for sure. 100 yeah. percent Uh this uh troll burglar over here, freaking <laughs> It was pretty trolly. I, I walked I walked in pretty confident. I walked in like I got this. I'm gonna show you. I, I even told you I was really confident. <clears throat> I was get Guitaro immediately. And little did I know I got wrecked. And I'm talking about wrecked so bad that I jumped from different versions of Mortal Kombat to 2 to find out if they were easier. And let me just give you an honest opinion. No, they're not. Uh, the arcade <laughs> one fucking destroyed me. Uh, by the way, the Sega Saturn is supposed to be a, like, you would assume it would be on arcade port. Yeah. Nope. Worst, no. worst port ever. Oh boy. Worse than the Sega Genesis. Wow. Uh, let me just keep topping that out. The 32X version. Oh, right I was wondering it. if you would play the 32X. Nice. Right behind it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sega Genesis. I would rather play, if I had to choose, I would rather play Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo. That's honest truth. I had to go back to Super no. Nintendo because I was like, I'm going to have to beat this. Mm. Uh, let me let me just explain something to you that you guys don't realize. So back in the day with the arcades, they would up the AI to to track what you do so they can steal your quarters from you. So what they do is it's just like a, it's just like a date with a girl for the first time. She takes you on a date. Hey, this went really good. Second date comes up. Oh man, this is the greatest date ever. Third date comes around and she kicks you right in the dick and walks away from you. That's what arcades were back in the day. Yeah. They, they tease you like you're really good. And then they just beat the holy hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. God dang it. And here's the point when you showed me this. If it was Sub-Zero or anyone else, cool. If Raiden was the third character, I would reset the game. Oh, Because wow. I knew he would cheat the entire time. He would teleport to me every to death. Time. Yeah, uh-huh. And his uppercut, if you've never <clears> seen his uppercut, <throat> his uppercuts are faster than everyone else's. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Like, no frames. And the, 
you'll be like two feet away from him and he'll still uppercut you and hit you. How does that happen? I don't know. Maybe your hitbox yeah. just joins. I get, dude, I hate so bad. So <laughs> I did it. I made it to the end. Uh, took me about a, about a month or so. So luckily I had extra time with this. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you uh, trolling me. By the way, Kentaro, every time I hear dooze, 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 dooze now, I want to like punch a hole in the wall. Yeah. But I'm going to get revenge on you. And you're not going to like what I'm going to give you. Uh-oh. You should you should have picked this one first and you're going to pay. Uh-oh. I'm I'm not only going to give you the worst version of this game, but I'm also oh, no. giving it to you on the worst console ever. Sub-Zero. Work on mythologies. Oh no. Oh, and, no. And I'm gonna tell you this. I know it's really hard, so you gotta have to beat the first two levels. Two okay. levels? First two levels. It's impossible. Oh, do you want three or do you want to go through the air level okay. where you how to jump on fans? I'm good. <laughs> I'm giving God. you two. Oh, it's so bad. It's so and you bad. Think it, you, and you think it's bad on the PlayStation? Boy, oh boy, have you not seen no, this Wild Birds? I, I, no, I have. Uh, we played it uh, in high school. Um, a friend of mine, Casey, um, ended up getting that game, and it was so bad. No, I remember it. So uh, your what do you okay. got for me? I'm going to leave this into your in your hands. I've got two here, Uh-oh. and uh, either the left hand or the right hand. Um, and we're, we're going with uh, fighting games here still. Okay. okay. So you, you, you decide your own fate, right hand oh or left God. hand. Oh, man. I know there's a Jaguar game there somewhere. I already know it. Or it's both Jaguar games. I can already sense it. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with dominant right. I'm going to have to go with dominant right hand. You're going back in time. Yes! Your regi- yes! original Tekken. Yes! I love that game. Yeah. <laughs> the other choice Ooh. was uh, Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. I have that one. I have not played it yet either. I, I, I've heard nothing but great things about it. It's very fun. But oh, anyway, yeah, you, you have to beat Tekken with with Law. I'm down with that. I do some flip kicks. Yep. Uh, so this is... Uh, thank you guys for being patient with us. Uh, I know we tried to go a little longer for you guys this time because we've been gone for so long. So we're going to call this the uh, the XL podcast. Yeah, for right Mag now. XL. It's like Magnum condoms instead of the little tiny ones. You get more 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 fun with them. Uh, <laughs> I want I want to thank all you guys. Uh, definitely, please support him and his book upcoming to the in the future because this thing is going to be game changing. I'm just going to let you guys know that of what I've seen so far. It's absolutely a game changer. Uh, what what are you what what are you uh, what's the game plan once it gets released? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. Um, when uh, when I get so I I had five hundred copies is is going to be the print run. Um, some of those are already spoken for because of Kickstarter. So half of the rest of them are going to a warehouse um, to be sold on HagensAlley.com. And the other half are going to my warehouse, that room right over there, off off of my office in my storage room. And you can purchase those directly from me at uh, vgcollectorguide.com. So if you want a signed copy, then uh, you can buy it from me. 
Awesome. Um, yeah. So there's going to be a couple places that you can buy it. Right now, um, you know, I already said that I finished the book. It's it's going to go to the printer uh, basically the end of next week. Um, and then uh, there's going to be about a three-month wait um, between then and when we get the books in hand. So uh, it's going to be an agonizing wait, but it'll be well worth it. And uh, like he was saying, I mean, there's there's nothing like this that's ever been done. So um, if you're interested in checking it out, uh, I have all the information at bgcollectorguide.com right now. You can read all about it. I made a couple blog posts. So uh, if you have any questions, go there first. If you have any questions that aren't answered uh, from those blog posts, certainly reach out to me and uh, I will answer anything that you have. You can follow me on uh, GIGamer1981 on Instagram and Facebook. I will also be promoting his book once this thing gets released as well. So if you need links or anything like that, you can also check out there to, to if you guys can't find it. I will definitely start. I'm going to whore you out. You win my words. I'm going to whore you out. I'm going to whore yes. some links. I'm going right. to whore the link out of you. Well, thank you guys for uh, watching. Uh, we will hopefully be back next week on time this time so yes. appreciate you guys waiting for us and remember to collect and open to play your games uh you can't watch a movie if it's sealed have a good weekend see you later later guys <laughs>